17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. The Ravens continue to show that they can run the football whenever they want to. And I asked John about that uh, on Monday when we spoke to him, just how important it was to him when he was in the hiring process of finding a new offensive coordinator, moving on from Greg Roman, where they had a historically great rushing attack. I asked him how important it was to him to make sure that they are able to remain elite in the run game. And, you know, he said it was a big part and he, he did, mentioned how they did keep certain principles from the Roman system uh, and what they're doing now. And that's no surprise. You're not going to completely go away from what worked for you. And uh, I, I, I filled in for Bob on Vinny and Haney earlier this week, and we had Charles Walker on from the Baltimore Sun. And Charles made a good point that the Ravens continue to show that, because remember, this is a pass. This was a game where the passing game, wasn't great in the grand total scheme of things. I mean, Lamar only threw for 171 yards. He looked spectacular doing it outside of that interception. Uh, but it's not like the pass. It's not like he went out there and threw for 300 something yards. They, they, it, we didn't really hear from the receivers likely made his plays. Kohler had that nice catch to get him inside the five, but outside of that, it wasn't a lot going on in the passing game. So, they continue to show you that when they need to make something happen, when they've got to right the ship, the run game is what they're going to lean on. And that's what got them through the second half. Over 200 yards in the game. Uh, you know, the loss of Keaton Mitchell was huge. But as we said this going into the into the season when we were talking about the J.K. Dobbins contract situation, the Ravens yeah. will always be able to run the football as long as number eight is in the backfield. He has put so much pressure on the defense. He creates, he is the matchup problem. And by default, anybody you, almost anybody you line up next to him is going to be able to have some sort of success. Now, Gus Edwards hasn't been great as of late. Um, he played well I thought he played better in the Jags game, especially once Keaton went down. And it's yeah. kind of like, all right, we're, we're, we're pounding the ball the rest of the game. He, he definitely started to impose his will as the game went on. Um, but I, I, I do think they're going to need Gus in his, tot- in his totality to be a, a way more efficient than he has been as of late as a runner. Um, because without Keaton, you're missing your big play guy. You're missing your chunk runs. You're missing the possibility of that home run ball. So um, they're going to need Gus to get back to being that guy that's averaging five to six yards a pop, especially with these teams that they have coming up next. The run game is going to be important in all of these games. San Francisco runs the ball themselves. Miami runs the ball themselves. And Pittsburgh, I mean, God knows they're a dumpster fire, but they still want to run the football. So uh, it's going to be important that the Ravens are able to play their own keep away game and keep the run game going. But yeah, I mean, the, the run game is was huge for them, like you mentioned. Yeah, and look, losing Keaton Mitchell is definitely going to be a, a big blow to what this run game has done since he's been in. Um, it, it, you know, he has been extremely explosive. He, you know, he had that one play in the Jags game where it felt like he was gonna get, uh, you know, tackle for a loss, and then he just scrambles around until he's able to find 
a theme for him to go through and he turns it into a positive um, outcome. And so you're going to miss that. But I, I have to remind people that the Ravens were five and two prior to Keaton Mitchell even stepping onto the field. And while he is a dynamic runner, for sure, um, Lamar Jackson is what makes this offense in terms of the run game go. I will always stand by that. And so Justice Hill um, is, while he's not as prolific in terms of, you know, doing what Keaton does, is still very good at what he does. All I ask is that you take out the read zone options because they're not good at that. For whatever <laughs> yeah. reason, Lamar and Justice don't be on the same page, okay? Mm-hmm. And so you're just going to have to not do that if you're the Ravens. Just don't have him run his own read options. But Justice Hill can run in a very similar elusive way as Keaton Mitchell was able to do. And then they were going to bring up Melvin Gordon, who, yes, I did make a joke online about Melvin Gordon being called because I already knew what was going to happen. But what I'm not going to do is act like when Melvin Gordon didn't see limited action, he didn't play well because he did. And that's. You know, that's why essentially he stayed because at some Mm -hmm. point, you know, with the running backs, you're going to get an opportunity. And now is his opportunity. Um, And Melvin Gordon is is a good running back. He just has a fumble problem. But what we're not going to do is um, we're not going to forecast that. Right. Hopefully his problems are behind him. And then the, the Ravens are still able to move the ball on the ground, even though Keaton Mitchell will not be on this roster. Yeah, I mean, and look, it's a lot of guys on this team that were brought in with, I don't want to say baggage from previous stops, but they had a story, you know, it was something. Nelson Aguilar had the drops, Haven't hasn't dropped the ball much this year. He played really well this year. Really well. Jadavian Clowney, he's cooled off. He's cooled off, but he he was known as a guy that couldn't finish. He's got, you know, he's having a pretty decent year for them. Van yeah. Noy. Same thing. He's had locker room issues in the past. I haven't heard anything about him in the locker room. It's just we've seen guys come from other places where they have something attached to them. To For Melvin Gordon, it's the fumbles. But maybe, just maybe, that won't be the case for him right now yeah. for the Ravens. They're already – he sees where this team is headed. He sees what the ceiling is for this team. And, you know, like you said – as a running back, you you know you're always going to get your opportunity for him. I'm sure he's happy that his opportunity is going to be coming at the most important time of the year. We're playing December football now, and you got the playoffs right around the corner, which the Ravens have already clinched a spot for with that win yep. against the Jags on Sunday night. So, um, look, like, like we both said, I, I think the running game will be fine. Uh, but, look, Melvin Gordon coming in is, is – they. They're losing something when you lose Keaton Mitchell. You, you're you're yes. losing a piece of it without question. Just like when Dobbins went down, they lost something when Dobbins went down. The run game will still be good, but you're missing that dynamic player back there. Justice Hill has the speed. He doesn't have you know the wow factor, but Gus has the power. All of those three guys, and and Melvin is a power runner as well, and he can you know he can get out in the open field and makes he, he has a nose for the end zone. That's one thing that always has been a part of his game is scoring touchdowns. So I I think the running game will still be able to be good enough for the Ravens to be the type of offense they want to be. I agree with you. And I do think that, you know, look, they, they have found a niche. And, and that was always my concern. Is Paul Munkin going to allow, going to give and take what the defenses allow? And in the past, I think you and I have talked about 
Like it just didn't feel like that they would ever get a rhythm, you know, in terms of whether they were passing, whether they were running, just didn't feel like that they were ever like calling it to get a rhythm. But I definitely feel like a rhythm was established. One more thing before we get into the defensive side, I do want to acknowledge um, something that I really hope that we start to see more down the stretch because as crazy as that play was, that Lamar got out of the sack, threw the ball down the field to Isaiah Likely, right? Fantastic. I don't know how – and that was one of those, oh, my God, no. Oh, wow, yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. one of those types of plays. Um, Rashad Bateman is a guy that I think a lot of us have um, criticized, understandably so. You know, there's been times he's given up on the field. But Rashad Bateman is finding ways to get open. And then and and one thing in that play, Rashad Bateman was open in that play. Now, Lamar obviously threw the ball, you know, down the field. The point I'm trying to make is that I think that this offense, first and foremost, they're going to have to do what defenses give them. And if sometimes that's going to be just running the ball that day and allowing your tight ends to do what they do, then that's what it's going to be. And the wide receivers are going to have to be okay with that. But when it comes to the wide receivers being back involved, we have to see more of Rashad Bateman because Rashad Bateman is getting open. He's finding ways to get open, but him and Lamar just don't have a consistent connection yet. So what I really do hope is that they look at this tape and see, uh, which look, they probably seen a whole bunch of other weeks. I was about to say, it's it's been that way all season, honestly. At some point you got to capitalize off of it though. At Mm -hmm. some point you have to start utilizing the guys that are being open for you. And it's crazy because that I know Lamar tried to throw a touchdown to Bateman again uh, in the end zone in the second half and it was just underthrown, but look how open he gets on that play. Got to start utilizing Rashad Bateman more. And Rashad Bateman has to start, making sure that he's not giving up on plays either. 